Ready na ako. Ay, ay wait lang ha. Oh, Kita mo yan? I wait, do you have... I see your boobies. Is it boobies? <laughs> I see your nipples. Oh. Did you wear a bra? Uh, because I'm so... I'm so, I'm so excited tonight. Oh, I know, me too. Hello, kumusta po? Kumusta po kayong lahat? Good evening. Happy, happy hump day. Happy Wednesday, everyone. It's 9.35pm here in the East Coast. So... Good evening to our dearest USA. And of course, it's what? What time is it in California? It's In California, it's 6.35 Yes, PM. minus three. So hello, my Californians. I hope you guys are watching. And of course, it's 10.30 a.m. in the Philippines. So... Good morning po sa aming mahal na Pilipinas. My God, Jekas, I'm so excited for tonight. Oh my mm. God, one of our idol. World-class oh talent, so bata pa. Oh, exactly, oh. she's so young, she's so beautiful, so, so talented. Another, uh, what's that, inverted umbrella. Diba? Oh, oh. Anyway, Jekas, ikaw naman, greet our everyone. Oo, oh, oh. inverted umbrella, pero hindi po inverted ang nipple ko dahil good morning po. sa lahat ng mga Filipinos and non-Filipinos in different time zones, in different dimensions, in different continents, in different galaxies. It is whole, wide, universe, first, 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 first. Oh God, I'm so excited. We are so hyper tonight because guys, okay, I'm sorry. Um, we have to speak in English. Eh, no English, no? Eh, It's an Englishizing episode. It's yeah. an Englishizing episode for tonight. Oh, You should tune in, guys, because... You will pick a lot of what? Um, a lot of um ideas and a lot of uh, probably let's pick her brains, no? For, especially for those people that who's you know like who's thriving and to be who wants to be a producer or who wants to eventually you know become a good director. This is the right person that you need to talk to and listen mm -hmm. to, right, Jcas? Yeah. And before we start, we would like to say hi to those people who said. Who commented first? Michael Biscotto. Ang sarap. I love your last name. Oh, yung It last name. Like yummy. Para, para kulang a, all we need is coffee and your biscotto, yes, Michael. Biscotto and your biscotto. I know biscotto in Italy. Yes, is that okay? Is that time again? Good evening, Jesse and Jake. Sorry, can't watch tonight. Need to be up early. Enjoy, guys. It's okay. You can always watch it tomorrow tonight. You can always watch it. Okay, magreplay naman eh. So hi, Corey Miranda, watching from California. We miss you, Bex. Tita Mai is also watching. Oh, VOV from Hello, Bex. Hello, from, V. Um, from Uh, Vancouver, Vancouver ba siya? 
or Toronto. Yes, in Canada. Hello. Basta sa Canada. Oo. Honey, gandawal. Hello, mga box. Anyways, okay, I will introduce our special guest for tonight. Okay. Our special guest for tonight is a Filipino-American multi-awarded writer, producer, documentary film, narrative film, and commercial director. She is best known for writing, directing, and producing the 2020 film Yellow Rose. Yellow Rose was her debut narrative feature that was released by Sony Pictures. Imagine. So shout Sony Pictures! Starring Eva Noblezada, Dale Watson, our favorite Princess Ponsalan, and of course, Miss Leia Salonga. The film was selected as the opening night of the 2019 Los Angeles Asian Pacific Film Festival. It won several awards like the inaugural ABS-CBN Cinematographer Grant and in the Bentonville Film Festival and the Hawaii International Film Festival to name a few. In the past, she also made a 2011 documentary entitled Brooklyn Bohemia. The film was about African arts movement that launched the career of Spike Lee, Chris Rock, Granford mm -hmm. Mar Marsalis, and Rosie Paris, among others. Yes, let's name drop. Oh, oh name drop now. <laughs> let's find out more from this world-class director and see what other projects she is pulling out of her sleeves this 2021. Guys, please welcome the person behind the success of Yellow Rose, Miss, Miss Diane, Diane Paragas. Paragas. Hi, guys. Oh, mm -hmm. God, we are so excited. I have never seen so much energy from two people at 9.30 at night. <laughs> I, know, right? I know. I'm sorry. We're a couple of weirdos who can't back out now, exactly. Diane. I know. Too late. Uh, Listen, uh, girl, I got my cocktail. So let's yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's gonna drink on a Wednesday night. <laughs> so anyway, Diane, before we start, would you like to say hi to everyone who's watching right now? Especially hi to everybody. People. Hi, yes. everybody who's watching. I'm looking forward to having this conversation and bring on the questions and bring on I the alcohol. No, yes, I know, right? So we, before we start all these questions, um, this is, uh, as I've said, like this is like a you know a kitchen table talk. Just imagine we're at your at your um, kitchen table yeah, and we're very, just drinking. Very, very cash and very Filipino. Because right now I'll be in your fridge. I'm looking if you have leftovers to eat while we're drinking. <laughs> That's how I am. That's you know? for you. Yeah. Yes, you know, you're, you're welcome anytime. You're I don't know if you understand. I know if you understand this. I'll open your fridge. I'll say ano ulam. Do you know? Yeah, you know what, that's ano ulam. Ano ulam? What, it means what's what's yummy. what's your what's your food? Yeah, no, what's what, your food? Yeah. What, what food do you have? Yeah. 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 yeah oh my go. god. So anyways, of course we have this ceremony in our show. We have to welcome you by of course toasting. Yes. So anyways, Cheers. okay. So sambayan ng Pilipinas po at sa aming dearest USA. We would like to welcome my God Pinoy Pride, Miss Diane Paragas. Welcome, welcome to, to welcome over a glass or two, or two. cheers, or, two. Three, cheers. Three, cheers. or three or four or five or six or a dozen, right? I copied mm. you on the fruit. I got mm -hmm. some raspberries in mine. Yeah, but what, what, what did you, you concoct? Yeah, it is apple. It's fresh pressed apple juice with strawberry and champagne. Okay, Ooh, very, 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 very Brooklyn, but bougie. Bougie, very bougie. Bougie, bougie. I'm celebrating because I got my vac my first vaccine today. Oh, oh God, congratulations. congratulations! Thank you. Wait, how how does it feel? 
At Pfizer. Um, it's a little bit, it's sore a little bit, but okay. the idea that I have it, it doesn't matter. You know, it's like exactly. when you have a baby, yes. very painful, but you have a baby. It's, it's worth it, right? It's it worth is it. worth it. Is Pfizer a two-part yes. two or just one? Two-part, two-part. Oh, I think the yeah. only one part is Johnson & Johnson. That's the only yes. one part. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we're waiting for for Johnson and Johnson to come out. You're not going to do it until Johnson. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We'll see. Like, I hope. Like, we have to wait for like a couple of weeks or maybe a month. Or maybe if I'm no waiting on a five line. To, I know. If we said, if anyone <laughs> probably didn't turn um turn um zombie, then it's okay. Then probably. We're safe. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that's why I'm waiting on a five line. Yeah. I, know, I right? hear you. I hear I you. Missy, you don't mind if we take a picture? We have a photo off here. Sure. Screenshot. There you go. Would you like to raise your glass? Oh, there you go. Okay. One, two, three. There you go. <laughs> Such my a fun God. show. Oh, my God. Hi, Ate Pilar Mateo. Uh, Ate Pilar Mateo is one Hi, of the, Pilar. the most uh, renowned uh, publicist in the Philippines. And she's watching oh, right now. Hi. Hi. My God, Miss Diane, it's an honor. It's an honor Thank and you. we are humbled. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I mean, we thought in the beginning, like when I said you, um, I was like shaking. I was like, do you think she would say yes? I'm like, she would probably, do you think she would probably notice that? And then you were just like, in a matter of like, what, a minute? You just, oh, sure. I was like, oh my God. Like you are yes. so humble. You are humble. Yes. Well, I mean, it, especially if I know it's coming from the my my people, I always Your say yes. Peeps, right? Yeah. My peeps. Yeah. <laughs> you have to support. You have to support each other. Oh, so we say you're located in in Manhattan, right? I'm in Brooklyn. I'm, I'm in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn oh, represent. I'm in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Oh yes, I've been here a while, and you know, I'm just somebody. Even though maybe you know, all my agents, everybody's in LA. Uh, I'd much rather be here. This, really? It's just my hometown. Oh. Yeah, I'm a Brooklynite, you know? So you originally... I made a movie about Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bohemian. Oh, yeah. Yes, Bohemian. you did. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's, what's with... Because um, I know, like you mentioned, like you can move. Like, come on, your career is probably in, you know, a lot of producers and directors and actors and actresses are all in California. And mm -hmm. it's not cold and it's always sunny there. But why you decided to, to stay in... In, in New York? I, I just, you know, when I'm not directing, I'm writing, and I just am more inspired here. It's just, I think something about, um, you know, I love LA, I love to visit, but everybody there is in film, and I just oh. don't feel, you know, it's too much. Everybody's trying to pitch you, everyone's trying to talk about their projects here. I can just be left alone, I can write when I want to, but you know, my friends do other things. Not everybody is in the film business. So I like to have a little bit of separation from it from time to time, oh, but but when I go there, I get to see everybody and I get to really be in it. But these days it, it was all Zoom this year. And uh, yeah, Especially so 2019, I- right? Yes, yes. But do, you so, have do you have family too in LA or? Mostly, most of them are here in the East Coast. My parents are here, also in Brooklyn. They actually oh. moved here to be close to my daughter and I. So my, my daughter, Sophie, is in the movie, is in Yellow Rose. Oh, she's a yes. little girl. <laughs> and oh, she's sleeping right now, which is why I had to close the door. I can't be too loud because she's in the other room and she'll wake oh, up. Oh, my God. Um, so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yes, she got the looks. She got the looks. Yes. But, um, so my, my parents, like good Filipino parents, wanted to be near the granddaughter. So... They're here, and um, yeah, so it's it's another reason why it's hard to move 
but I love New York. I love the East Coast. Just an East Coast girl, what can I say? There you go, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I do have a question. Um, how mm-hmm. I, I know you don't speak and um, you don't speak and understand Tagalog, right? Like, so Not wait, really. So how did your family? Uh, were they like an immigrant when they came here, or they were born? In yeah, Minnesota? I was very small when we came. I was probably let me two or three when when we came here, and so they didn't. You know, um, I I spoke a little bit of Tagalog when I was a little baby, but we had really wanted to assimilate because we ended up in this small Texas town, which is where, where Yellow Rose comes from. Okay. I grew up in Texas. Um, and, you know, I mean, I got bullied a little bit. People made fun of the accent. So my parents spoke to us in English um, and really wanted us to speak English all the time. And so it was kind of like to get rid of our accent. And now, of course, we regret it. They regret it. We kind of lost it. Um, okay. But my older brother lives in, in the Philippines and has for many, many years. He got married there. He's married to Ali Gordon, who's Dick Gordon's daughter. And Ooh, wow. Ooh, my... my um, my, you know, nephews, we, we go there all the times and visit for Christmas and stuff. So they live there and always have for the last, you know, lo- a long time, a long time. So I'm sure he, he speaks Tagalog, right? He speaks, he speaks better than me. Yes, oh, for sure. Okay, for okay. sure. Yeah. For sure. How is it growing up with Filipino, especially with Filipino mom? Because you know how, you know, Jokoy, right? We love all the humor of course. And jokes. And, of you course. Know, the, the mom. Vix, you have to, you know, Vix, you know, <laughs> you, know oh, you better go in. How is it, like, you know, the, the food that you sometimes, we like, grew they up say, with like, the food. Okay. oh, yeah, we grew up with the food. <gasps> my parents were kind of, especially my mom, very unconventional Filipino parents, very kind of, um, very much supported me being creative. You know, they supported oh, wow. me. When I was in high school, I painted and played music, and they encouraged all that, and, um, you know, they kind of introduced me to like art house cinema. Like they're that kind, they're very unusual parents. They like, you know, kind of you mean, you mean interesting they, artistic they things. Support, they supported your weirdness. Yes, they did. They encouraged it. They encouraged it, if anything. Very unusual. Very unusual. Uh, You're lucky. Oh my God. Most parents are very death. lucky. I'm most, very lucky. Right? Because most Filipino parents will force you to become a nurse. You yes. have to be a nurse, no. right? Not my, my parents are both doctors. And so they oh, actually wow. didn't want us to go into medicine. They, they wanted us, oh. my mom wanted to pursue the arts herself. So I think she actually, when she saw that I wanted to pursue it, she encouraged it. She's like, if you want to be an artist, you go for it. You know, and she, you know, she wrote, she wrote, she still does. She writes poems and plays. So she was like me, it was in her too. And I think she kind of encouraged me to do it. So I'm very lucky that way. Um, but you know, they had all the same cheese misses. As I mean, that's <laughs> great. That Be- part is the same. That's great because normally, you know, the parents would sway you and say, oh, there's no money in, in being an artist yeah, and painting. Yeah. Don't. But, you know, yeah. oh, wow. no. it's no. their own. Yeah. Yes, they encouraged me. Surprisingly, they encouraged me. Um, and, you know, I was able to right away make a living doing, doing this. So I've always directed in various different ways. So I was able to show I could make a living from it. So they, they just kept it going. But they always encouraged my art. I have to say, which is good. I'm, I'm very lucky. When you were younger, because um, I know, like, of course, you know, the Filipino parents, the typical Filipino parents, whenever there's a, a party, right? You mm. know, our party is like a fiesta. There's a lot of food. Oh yeah. Okay, and everything. 
Were yep. you, was your parent? Were your parents like force you to like? Oh my God, my daughter can can sing, can go in the middle and sing yes. and do. Yes, did, always. <laughs> they always made us go and perform. I mean, what Filip <laughs> now? That is this. I don't know a Filipino parent who doesn't push you in, and we're like, we don't want to do it, and you have to get up and dance, and yes. Sing the, we, sing the carpenter we, song. Sing the carpenter yes. song. Yes. <laughs> yes, we had all that. We had all that. They pushed us in the middle. Definitely. Oh. It's, so, it's so interesting that those things just are the same, you know, across the board. We we eat a lot. We love to sing. We love to perform. Um, when I go back to the Philippines, it's just like a, a you know American Idol show. You know, all the kids have to get up and perform. So my daughter had to do it now. Yeah. You know, they're like oh. your turn, and they, she had to get up and perform and. It's everybody does it, but I, that's the part I love. I love that part about us. I know, right? We're very friendly. You know, we always we're so we always invite everyone. Come on, eat, 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 eat. eat. Yes, you, definitely. Do you definitely. cook Filipino food? Do you cook Filipino food? I do. I cook. I cook. You know, adobo. I cook kinakbet. Mm. I cook. Uh, you know, everything. Oh, yeah. Quinola, arrascaldo. I cook. I cook everything. Just I, mean, I you, love cooking. Just, just by you mentioning those. Um, names of food i'm just i'm already hungry right now so i'm hungry we should be having like a, a nice nice big plate of topsy log or something oh, yeah. <laughs> i could do that breakfast I know I drink yes. and eat at the same time. That's my one, one of my yes. weirdness. Yeah, yeah he, that's oh, really? his, one of yeah. his talent. Yeah. That's oh. one of his talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yum. So wait, so wait, what was the I know that um you started um writing, right? When the that was the first thing that you did, right? Like you started, mm -hmm. you know, like writing. What age were, were you when you started it? Um uh you know, I didn't go to film school, so that's one thing that's different than what? than what a lot of people did and because when i was in college which was a while ago i didn't um i didn't have any examples of female directors so it wasn't like a path that was obvious to me so i didn't study filmmaking even though i studied film studies a little bit i was more studying liberal arts it was only when i graduated and i moved to new york where i started working in film i started working at an ad agency and i worked in kind of commercials and things like that Oh wow! That's yeah, and I still direct commercials. In fact, I'm about to go direct a commercial very soon. That's the it'll be what my second um, thing to shoot dur during the pandemic. The other one was another commercial I shot a couple of months ago. So wow. that's how I kind of make a living in between my films. Um, so uh, yeah, that's wait. So oh, okay. So you started um, writing, right? So what was the the first? Um, uh, was that a, a the first what what is it the film or what is the mm -hmm. first um, story that you wrote that you that that was the like, first story you know, I wrote is like, actually we're so ex excited yeah. about well the first film script I wrote um, is something I'm actually picking up now it's something the very first thing I wrote is what I'm actually picking up now and it's a story about the Philippines during World War II um, and a girl who has a magic magical lizard it's called lizards. Um, and it follows her journey uh, into becoming a female gorilla in the war and, and this love story that happens in between. But because of Yellow Rose, this music has become much more part of my um, artistry, I guess. And so I'm writing it as a pop music opera uh, for the oh, for wow. the screen. Um, so it'll be, I guess it's sort of like the closest thing would be Hamilton. But it's, um, you know, it's magical realism and it's a war film. So 
it's different in that respect, but it's a very ambitious project. It's what I've been working on for the past year. Wait, you got me lost that magical lizard. <laughs> I know, right? It's like Harry Potter, I was like, Hamilton. What? No, yeah, there's a lot going on. It's like on. Hamilton exactly. on, on Psychedelics. There's a lizard that wants it to is, be a, a gorilla in noir time in Manila. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, when you first wrote this. It's called what, Lizards of Pop Opera. Was, Lizards of Pop Opera. When you're writing wow. this, so was this particularly just for a movie first because you said that now it's going it to It is be a movie. It is a movie. Yeah, this is a movie that I'm writing. Um, so I'm, I'm writing the script uh, with my co-writer, Marie Jamora, and kind of writing the music as well because uh, I did write some of the music in Yellow Rose. So it's just, it's just sort of come full circle. I definitely, during the pandemic, when I picked the script back up again, I just felt like writing music. There's something... You know, like you want that release yes. where inside it's depressing. And I just found myself writing music for the story. And then I, it slowly became clear to me that it, it was structured almost like an opera. So there's a chorus mm -hmm. in the form of, I hope, you know, cross fingers, it'll be Bruno Mars, but a character like Bruno Mars, who what? is a part of the Bamboo Telegraph and kind of tells you the story of the war from his bunker in the jungle. But it's um, not, but is it for kids or it's for everyone? No, no, it's it's, it's for adults. Everyone. It's very adult. And um, you know, the the war, the parts of the war are pretty brutal. We, you know, uh we talk about the comfort camps and oh. the battle of Manila and the bombing of Manila and the atrocities that the Japanese committed against Filipinos. So, uh you know, I really wanted to and that's why I call it an opera because it's a very big sweeping tale. And it's told in sort of this very big um, epic uh, landscape, so it's a it's a pretty ambitious project. I'm curious, like, what are the process of thoughts that you do, like inspiration to write? Let's say, for example, the 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 new one that you just wrote, and including Yellow Rose, because uh, think about it, like, you grew up here, and you know. Like, you, you don't have like you didn't grow up in the Philippines and mm -hmm. you don't have that much uh was that a I don't know like a a history about it so what mm -hmm. what do you usually what's your inspiration to write those those movies I mean those stories I think you know I mean my parents always told me these stories kind of folklore stories from the Philippines but also just literature and um there's a you know a history of magical realism in Filipino literature mm -hmm. and um and I'm very interested in the Filipino folklore kind of stories of things like magical, you know, animals and things yeah, like, like that, animism. The, like the phoenix, the ibong adarna, I don't know if exactly. you've heard of yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So uh, I, you know, I think, I think this was an interesting metaphor. The, the lead character's name is Mati and she's a very dark-skinned girl in a, in a mestizo family and she's ashamed of that. So she bonds with a lizard because they can shed their skin and it becomes a metaphor of the the many skins of our history through colonialism so the film is i would say more about colonialism and colorism as much as it is about war and the, and the you know the drama of the war because for the philippines the war was the precursor to our independence and mm -hmm. um you know after the war was done finally the philippines gained its independence again so um, it's, it's, it's about a lot of things. So, um, but kind of at the core of it is the, is, is the fight 
and the, the liberation of the Philippines as a metaphor through this character and through this lizard. So it's pretty, it's pretty up there. However, then you have rap songs in there and there's like pop music in there. So it's not this didactic, heavy thing. It's entertaining it's, it's and surprising. Would, it's right up my alley, you know? I, I, know that I, I, could have, I could have thought about that, but you, you thought about it first. So, you <laughs> so you can't claim it, Jay, guys. No, my, 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 mine is a little different. Mine is not a lizard, it's an iguana. So just a little bit. There you go. Well, that's a lizard. There you go. That's you know. a lizard. There you go. Uh -huh. There you go. You never, um, yeah, you never thought of like, you know, like, um, becoming like an actress or part of, you know, like you have a part of the movie cameo. that a cameo that you have to be in it. In, in the movie. That I did. I actually acted before I was, I've had a SAG card at one point and it was, Ooh. it was a good, it was a good thing to do to sort of understand actors and to okay. understand the process of acting. And I acted a bit in high school and you know, that that's always been something I've been interested in, but I'm much more a storyteller behind the camera. That's where I really, I really am interested in in the storytelling and the technical aspects of it and bringing all these things together, the music, the lighting, the the camera, the actors, that's you know the themes, the all of it. I love I love the whole thing of the whole process you know when something comes together. I love it. What about um speaking of yellow rose? So mm. what was your inspiration writing it? It's well, I grew up in Texas. Amazing, amazing. Congratulations! Movie. We were just like we, blown away that we watched we, it twice. We, <laughs> we watched it. We twice. ventured out of. Uh, it, it's still in the thick of COVID, but no, but it's already sa kind of saved Jesse during that time, right? When we came, yes, it was. We, we, we went to the we theater. Were, in Jersey. Everyone was like looking at us, like, "Are you crazy watching?" I was like, "We don't care. We want to watch it." We were, yeah, we were like, yeah. "Where in Jersey? Where in Jersey did you?" In um, Newport Mall. Newport Mall. Um, I saw it there too. I oh my there. god, I yes. I there. I don't remember. It wasn't the open night, maybe a couple days later, because yes. that's the only place you could see it. So I yes. went there. I wanted to see it with an audience. So that's where I saw it too. So I saw it in that same theater. But it's just so great to, you know, this thing that you come up with in your head and then such as it was, even though it was in the pandemic, it's in a theater, you know, in a shopping exactly. mall in New Jersey. So that, I mean, that means something to, to us, to me. Um, to have a Filipino film playing up against a movie like with Robert De Niro or, you know, with the Sony logo coming in front of it. You know, oh my that God. Really, Goosebumps that really means, with the Sony yeah, logo. Yeah, that really means like, something. Yes. After the movie, we were just like, wow. This is like, I know it's not a, the Asia, uh, was that Crazy Rich Asian, but we, we felt like, we, you had yeah. no clue. Like, we had goosebumps and we were so proud. Like, we Aww. felt like, oh my God, we're Filipino. Because like, it's a, it's a Filipino movie. Is, it but, is, yes. But it's, it's Hollywood. It's, an, yes, it's, also, yes. uh, it's also American by feel, by texture. And, you know, they would definitely, um, they would definitely embrace the story. And, of course, it's universal. Exactly, you know? yes. I hope so. That's what I tried to do. I mean, what's more American than a Western, which is basically what this is. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, she's, she's a cowboy, you know, she <laughs> is going from, you know, it, like the cowboys did in old Westerns, they'd go from town to town and with the horse, except she's going on a bus pass and she has her guitar, not a gun, yes. you know, and that, that was always my thinking was she was like a, a modern day, jo you know, John Wayne in the searchers. 
I was an influence on the script there's, there's, and on there's, the story. There's, al- there's already like a little doubt in there, like, oh, a little Asian girl who wants to sing country songs and wants yeah. to country yeah. songs, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there you exactly. go, already. Already, from the get-go, she's in trouble, right? She's yes. already going to face some trouble just from even having that dream. So, um, yeah, it was. I just thought it was. It was an opportunity to tell the quintessential American, um, you know, coming of age story, but and about the American dream, and it, and it was a celebration of the American dream, but also an indictment of the American dream. That was that was the thinking behind the script. Yeah, but uh, was that a? I'm, I'm just curious because uh, I mm-hmm. know, like, for for a good uh, writer to write um, a script like that, especially. Mm-hmm. Okay, especially if the topic is about immigration, illegal yeah. immigrants, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you have any friends that you talk to and their stories, mm. right? Like yes. writing this? Because it's really heavy. So it's pretty heavy. So my background um, before I did Yellow Rose was in documentaries. So for me, researching is really important. So because it took me so long to make this movie, many, many, many years, um, I got a real opportunity to research very in-depth so i partnered with the filipino legal defense fund and they let me into detention centers where i interviewed people who were behind bars i got to visit the actual detention centers which were in prisons and were prisons and i also interviewed families who were detained and also got out so everything you see in the film was based on original research and the way the mother gets arrested was almost a, a word for word verbatim account of one family, the Golfines, who were sent into a detention center and they were separated from their son um, and from each other. They all got put in different places and they didn't, they stayed there for six months, not knowing whether they would ever go back home or get back sent back home. No, no one kind of told them what was going on. They went in the middle of the night and all of the things you see in the film happened to them. So. Uh, you know, I wanted to present as accurate a depiction of what happens to families when they mm-hmm. get picked up by ICE, what happens when they get separated, and an approximation of what that feels like to be someone like Rose, who she yeah. didn't choose to come here. That wasn't her choice. And yet it's the only home she's ever known. So um, it's a difficult choice for, have to, for her to have to make to, to stay here or to go back with her mother and leave everything she knows. So... That's a great dilemma to have in the film, but it's also it's it's also indicative of what's happening in the country and what was definitely happening at the time. Like when we shot the film, it was at the height of of what was happening with um, families and kids getting yeah, locked up. Yeah. yeah, so it's pretty much uh, it's pretty much uh, based from a true story from random people, their own story. That's right. Mm. That's right. It's based yeah. on true stories. That's right. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I cried. Like I watch it twice, and I'm still crying every time. Every time, like I, you know, I watch it twice, and I'm like, "Oh my god, seriously, that really happened in real yes. life?" It still happens, and much worse than that. I mean, we were pretty um, gentle in terms of, if you remember, when 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 you know, two years ago or so, they were showing images of kids that were in cages and. Yeah piled into these cages and then not told where their parents were. And that's exactly when we shot the film. So everyone on the crew, even though we had a very small crew and it was a typical no budget independent film and we just made it, you know, in 19 days, we, um, we were all 
feeling the importance of what we were doing. I think everyone really put in that extra mile because they just knew this was happening in the country. And um, it's sort of a shame with everything with pandemic, I think, you know, everybody's attention at that point was on the pandemic when we finally released the film and mm -hmm. also on Black Lives Matter, which of course it should be. But mm -hmm. so the immigration issue was sort of play, sort of like, not forgotten, but it was certainly not the top of people's minds. It was a, it it was a little muddled during the uh, exactly. last year. It was a little yeah, muddled. Yeah. It was a little muddled. So I think over time, I hope people will find the film because now we're now we're available in so many places on Amazon and Apple and um, Voodoo and all those places you can get it. So um, I think people will eventually find the film. But thank you so much for you know, taking that risk and going to the theater and oh, celebrating. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, we had to because we were going back and forth with Princess as well. And it's like, oh, we, we, we yeah, we can't because she's a friend of the show. And yes. uh, oh, she's God. like, we we want to see it for ourselves, you know, and, you know. How great was Princess? Can we talk about oh, that? Oh, my God. God, are you kidding me? One of the me? best people. I was blown away. I mean, as a, as a person, as an actress. Oh my yeah, God! Speaking of that, so I want to shout out yeah, to Princess Tuncelon. There's a magazine called Cowboys and Indians, which is you know for people who are obsessed with cowboys and westerns and Indians, and it's a pretty popular magazine. But not a lot of Filipinos subscribe oh, yeah. to it. Oh, yeah, and of every course. year for the last four years, they do their own movie awards. Um, so this year, we were nominated with Nomadland and First Cow in a movie called Let Him Go with Kevin Costner and Diane Lane. And um, and Princess Funzalon and Dale Watson won Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, and Best Supporting Actor. And their competition was huge. It was two people from First Cow, Leslie Manville, who was in Nomadland, who has been nominated for an Oscar, was in and that was it. And Princess, she won. And then for Dale, it was David Strathairn, who has won, also been nominated for an Oscar. And then two people from First Cow as well. And he won. So I just, that was such a great cherry on the top of things because these were not Filipinos. These are people that have nothing to do mm -hmm. with our culture. They were people that love Western yes. and they, they, they applauded us. We, and we also were the second most nominated film of the, those awards. So, and we won the Texas independent spirit award, um, wow. uh, the Texas independent award from the Houston film critics society. So we beat, you know, um, a lot of Oscar contenders as well. So just to be recognized in Texas with a bunch of people that I love know, cowboys, right? it's, it's an that's honor. a it's a big validation because it's not kind of or you know it's not a it's not a world that I I know much about and I I wrote this little movie and so that that was a really really special. And I'm so 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 grateful that Princess was singled out because her performance was so great. Yeah, because you know what, watching that that movie. Um, I thought about it like it doesn't matter whose ethnicity are, are watching it, you will be drawn with the cinema, cinematography with the acting skills especially the movie and the 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 movie itself it's it's mm -hmm. really one of a kind it's a oh, true story that everyone especially those you know like okay the white people that they they have no clue with what's really going on with illegal no. immigrants and now no, it's like, true Really? Really? That, yeah. I, I have a few friends that I told them to watch it and not Filipinos, they're African American, and they were like, "Really? That that's really happening?" I'm like, "Girl, yeah." And then the yeah. first thing they asked was like, "Do those people that that was that who will call ICE? Do they get like money from from calling?" Whoa. And I'm like, "I guess." <laughs> I was like, 
I know. I mean, in no, California, they don't. I heard. No, they don't. I think yeah. They, they don't. They do okay. not. They it's do not. It's just a hearsay, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, some corrupt cop probably is saying some people, exactly, but they're right. definitely not supposed to. Um, but yeah, no, it happens, and they don't even really have to call. I think you know people know where mm -hmm. where undocumented people work, and they just go and raid in the middle of the night all over. And it was it rampant during you know during the last four years. And you know what? With your movie, aside from the Filipino sensibilities and you know emotions, the music. The music yes, is what yes. made it. It's, oh, it's wow. a great, yeah. it's a great Western movie with. Uh, it's like a Western movie with great country songs. Yes, you know. Yes, the country songs were the heart and soul of the film, and um, you know I have to give all the credit to Dale Watson, who plays himself. He's a real yes. musician. Mm -hmm. Most of the songs you hear him sing are his own original songs, and then for for Rose's songs, we I wrote them with Dale and with. Um, Thea Magia and Eva Noblezada, our great lead mm -hmm. actress, who I want to talk about, who's incredible, um, also wrote a bit, and, and I wrote a little bit. So it was a kind of coming together of all these creative people to make the music um, from the standpoint of the characters, but also mm -hmm. that authenticity that Dale brings. Yes. You know, you see yeah, him in the film. Yeah. That's how he is really in real yes. life. He talks like that. He lives like that. That's oh, his really? house. Oh, That's wow. the recording studio where we recorded the music. Actually, the scenes of her in the recording studio was when we were recording the music. That really was the recording session. We just shot it. Um, oh, so she's recording the songs in, that, in those scenes. I heard that um, yeah. you filmed that, that Yellow Rose for 19 days. Yes, that's right. We we yes, shot it in 19 days. days. Yeah, it was a it was wow. a pretty aggressive schedule. We did one shoot in the Philippines, which is separate than that. Um, but that was months and months later. Um, but yeah, 19 days with the entire cast, and then we shot, we shot a couple of days of just shooting, you know, like the landscape and stuff. But with the cast, the whole cast together was 19 days. Yeah. How did you cast? And we them? had to. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. How did you cast them? Um, well, Eva is somebody who you probably know. She was cast to be in the revival yes. of Miss Saigon, of and course. so I yes. knew about her. When we were shooting our short film, I'd heard about her and um, I didn't even, so I didn't consider her for the short, which we shot. So oftentimes when you're making a feature film, you shoot a short proof of concept to show to investors. So they'll say, look, I know how to shoot and this is a good story and it's a small part of it. So we did that and for that, I cast Dale was in that and um, a young actress called Thea Magia. And that's when we shoot uh, co-wrote Square Peg with us. Um, and around that time, Eva got cast and then it took a couple years to raise the full amount of money to make Yellow mm -hmm. Rose. And by that time, Eva was coming out of her Broadway run where she had just oh, wow. been nominated for, um, actually she was nominated for Tony the day we or right before we released the film in film festivals, but she was coming to an end for that. And I got to see her. Uh, finally, even though I live in New York, mm -hmm. I didn't want to see her because I didn't want to break my heart. But I, when I knew that she had a window of time, I went to see it and she blew me away and I had dinner with her that night and and offered her the part. And she luckily said yes. So um, I'm sure who would not say yeah. we would not say no to that. Right. To that role. Well, I was kind of coming out of nowhere. She didn't know who I was. You know, a lot of people Aww. would say no. And um, and so I'm glad that it. Um, it worked out. She's incredible. And oh, um, yes. 
so many people, so many critics kind of called out her performance as a breakthrough performance. Variety uh, named her performance one of the best of the year backstage, one of the best performances of the year. So, um, you know, she, she's just incredible. I, I hope she does a lot more, a lot more. Look at that face, you know, she's I just know, incredible. Right? I Look know, at that. Yeah. Do you have plans of like, um, you know, like film or write another movie or script for Eva mm -hmm. and Princess Ponsalan? Including well, Leia, Leia Salonga. The, well, the great thing about this uh, film I'm writing, Lizards, it's a it's it's a mostly Filipino cast. It's it's almost all Filipino cast, and there's definitely oh, wow. parts for them in it. I've written some stuff that I think they could everybody in the film could be in. Um, so, you know, I would love to reunite the cast for that. But I've, I've got some other projects I'm working on as well, and. We'll see. I'm very excited about oh God, we're so excited. the next couple of things I'm working on. Yeah, there's some really good ones. Not a lot I can say about them, but they're much bigger budgets and, um, you know, sort of more diverse cast. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the projects I'm doing is produced by Scooter Braun. And um, if you know who that is, he yes. manages Justin Bieber, but he's also he's also a movie producer. He's Sort of getting his feet wet in that, and um, and Eric Feig, who who produced La La Land and The Hunger Games oh, and wow. all of these things, was the president of Lionsgate. So we're doing a film together um, with a, a great actor. I'm not allowed to say who that is yet, but somebody who's won a lot of awards. You'll know who he is. Ooh. And then um, another film with Atlas Entertainment, who um, oh who made Wonder Woman, uh, Charles Robe, and so that one is a uh, it's a sort of crime thriller about two women that go across America on a, on a crime spree. It's very different than this one. Oh God, and then, um, yeah, I'm attached to a film uh, by Robert Schenken, who won, won the Pulitzer Prize uh, for Kentucky Cycles. He also wrote Hacksaw Ridge um, with Andrew Garfield, and, um, and he won the Tony Award for LBJ as a playwright. And so this is um, an adaptation of his play by the Waters of Babylon, which I'm also attached to direct, which is um, a beautiful script, very kind of dark, dark drama set like a chamber piece between two actors. So totally different projects. And then, of course, this thing I'm writing. Did all oh these God. come because or did oh all knock, knock on your door because of the of Yellow Rose? Or, or? Oh, yeah. This is all after Yellow oh Rose. My God. I was Yellow Rose. I was signed to um, I was signed to UTA, which is a talent agency in Hollywood and um, and LBI, which is a great management company. Um, and Lauren Albento's here. Uh, my my manager, I think he's Hi. here. Hi. Hello. One of the one of the few Pinoy uh, managers in Hollywood. So he um, he was in the audience during our premiere and wrote me this beautiful letter about wanting to kind of he came to Hollywood to 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 prop up the Filipino stories and to discover Filipino directors. And he's like, I feel like you're the one that, you know, I want to rise up with. And he just wrote me this beautiful letter and I, I was so moved by it. So my God, we have this wonderful thing that's happening where a lot of Filipino filmmakers were all kind of working together. We all know each other, Isabel Sandoval, oh my God, myself, yeah. Ramona Diaz. Yeah, she's fantastic. And um, all three of us were uh, entered and eligible for the Oscars this year, which I think is a record, along with Aswang, which was from the Philippines. It's yes, a great documentary. Oh. Mm -hmm. So um, four Filipino filmmakers, you know, eligible for Oscars, it, you know, 
whether we get if any of us get nominated that'd be great but even just that is an achievement and it's it's sort of moving up the level when is the announcement of uh the the nominees i think it is uh in in a week or two it's in march Oh yeah, God. yeah. I mean, we're you know, I we'll see. It'll be a miracle, but no. Coming from the heels of Chloe Zhao winning in Nomadland as a director in, exactly, in the Golden Globes, right? it's not impossible. Not impossible. I, maybe not this round, but maybe the next round. But, but she, she, it's her time. It's I know, no, no, yeah, yeah. Because you have you have a lot of uh, ammunition. I have a lot. I have a lot. Yeah, a lot, please a lot do do a lot of movies. Don't stop. <laughs> you I'm know, not seriously. Yeah, like you know, it's so it's so um, it's so uplifting to, li- to, to hearing you that you know, like different Filipino producers are collaborating. There's no like, what do you call um, crab mentality right there? Mm. Instead of just like pulling it's down so each other, you're just lifting each it, other, it's right? Great to hear, so yeah. true. We really made a conscious effort not to do that. I know when anytime someone tweets or talks about Isabel, I'm right there like, yay girl, and same way, anytime anyone writes about me, she says that, and I have like a weekly conversation with Ramona, and we talk about, you know, how we can raise raise up our film community, and so it's it's really beautiful the way we, we all are kind of friends, and that's our generation, and there's this whole crop of filmmakers that's coming up, you know, um, right behind us, so... Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. I think it's going to be a very exciting next couple of years. You're going to see a lot more movies I'm, from I'm Filipino sure. filmmakers, all different kinds. And I'm, you know, I hope I can do, I just want to be there to help in any way I can. I'm, I'm such a fan of our, our filmmaking community. It's really exciting. It's like um, someone said, it's, it's kind of like a film movement. It's like a moment for mm-hmm. Filipino. You remember when Filipino food kind of like, Filipino restaurants in America kind of hits and there was all these like great, I think we're having a similar thing happening now with Filipino films. Mm -hmm. So I love that I'm right there with these incredibly talented women who, and we all have our own voice, which is really cool. We all have our different types of storytelling. So Mm -hmm. we're all distinct, but Mm -hmm. we're all, you know, share this one culture. So it's really cool and exciting. I know we we have a lot of Filipino stories to tell, and we need us we need a spotlight on us now. You know, exactly. representation and all that. Yes, it's and about time. It's a good thing too. I I heard in the Philippines as well, just like what in what's happening in Korea, where in the government supporting film. That's oh, what's yeah. happening. I heard that one. They're supporting filmmaking as well right now. The government. So yes, it's, yes. It's the happening. Filipino Development Film Council yeah. is mm-hmm. very yes. active. They're very um, involved in in promoting. Our, our do movies. Have, do you have plans of um of um, creating um a teleserie, a Filipino teleserie? <laughs> yes. I a I am the, I Fili- am the Filipino formula. Fili- <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I love those, but no, I, I am I am doing an episodic thing, which we're about to go out with. But it's um, it's you know, hopefully, it's with a Filipino lead, but we'll see. Definitely an Asian American lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 set in it's set in America and Chicago and it's kind of like Fleabag. Um, so I'm directing Ooh, and executive love, producing that. Oh my God, it I will happen. Fleabag. It will happen. We're claiming. Yeah, no, we're, that's that's <laughs> actually with Sony Television. But we're about to go out with that. But don't want to say too much about that because that's very early. But I definitely am doing some television as well. But you know, just trying to kind of you gotta you gotta stack all these projects because of the pandemic mm-hmm. nobody knows when people are really going to really start again and yeah. when things will really get going so i'm just doing a lot of writing right now and developing projects and meeting people and um you know 
trying to line up my next couple of projects. So do you think because of the success of Yellow Rose and you being a woman and Asian in the industry, did you notice that there's not a lot of pushback anymore right now? Just They're just looking at your success and then they're just counting on that. They're not looking at who you are and what you're just because of how great you are. Yeah, and I think I think the fact that Chloe Zhao is probably going to win the Oscar this year for yeah, Best Director yeah. is not going to hurt. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have Lulu Wang and Kathy Yan and, and Isabel herself. Um, there's just so many really great female Asian filmmakers that are out there and, and, and female male directors like Ang Lee and Bong mm-hmm. Joon-ho and Wong Kar-wai and all the great directors that have been doing stuff for a long time. But I think the female directors are kind of just now coming out because let's be honest, just they didn't give us the opportunities, you know? And for example, Farewell was one of the best reviewed films of last year. It was completely snubbed for the Oscars. But this year, I think um, you will see more with Minari and, and mm-hmm. Chloe. Chloe will mostly get, you know, most likely be nominated. And maybe one of us will see, but, um, you know, I think, I think we're, we're slowly kind of coming up, but the Korean, yeah. the Korean cinema um, is something that, I know I've studied and almost like uh, all of us that are kind of coming up as directors, we kind of figure, you know, we look at what Korea did and you hit it on the head. It was two part, one part, the government, but also there were a lot of big investors that invested in auteurs mm-hmm. movies and these direct writer, director, very strong perspectives, let them make their movie, gave them money, promoted them. And that's what this Korean cinema movement became. So if we can kind of follow the same pattern, I think we can kind of make yeah, a name yeah, for ourselves yeah. as there. well. Yeah. We're almost we're there. Almost there. We're, yes. We're definitely getting recognized <laughs> on a world stage. So yeah, but I'm hopeful. Know, um, it sounded like you mentioned earlier, after the success of Yellow Rose, right? Like a yeah. lot of um, opportunities just started knocking on your door, right? Yeah. And it sounded like your plates are pretty much full right now. So mm. what do you do for fun? I'm a mom. Are you kidding? Oh, what fun? I mean, I'm, I'm a mom. I've been, she's five. Oh my gosh, so as I said, she's the little girl on the film. So she's, you know, I'm homeschooling her because of pandemic. Yes. So she's doing all her classes on the iPad and that's a full-time job. So exactly. I gotta say not a whole lot of fun, but I must say, you know, like writing scripts and making movies are my fun. I mean, I love exactly. it so much. It's a joy to do it. I mm-hmm. pinch myself every day that this is my job, you know. I know, right? It's so, not a job, um, right? It's a, it doesn't feel it's a like passion. a job, right? It's a passion, no. right? No, I'm wow. very, very fortunate. I mean, you guys love what you do. I can tell oh, yeah, like, you guys this. are this having a good time. This is just our part time, but we love it. Yeah, just, this that's what like... I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying. It's True. a joy when you get to be creative. Who and doesn't? Who doesn't like this? You're talking to you right now. I we just we watched your movie last year, and I was speaking to you. Oh you know? God, the movers and shakers of you know Filipino Hollywood. Oh my God, wow. This, this is really an honor. You know, like not everyone will have, have a chance to talk to you know um, a successful a success. I said success, successful. Not sex, successful. <laughs> That's different. Like you. Yes. Yeah, what about um, love life? Oh, here we go. Love. Girl, Do you have any That's love not life? happening. No, I. Um, you know, it's not. I. I split from my my daughter's father yes. um, recently, so I'm a little bit like just getting back into it. But it's his loss. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
he's also a big director so um, oh okay but oh. we get we get along really well and he, he's very supportive exactly. of me so it it's it's as good as it can be but um yeah he directs a lot of movies and stuff with bruce springsteen so um what? if you saw any film by about bruce that's he's directed those things so sophie has two director parents so maybe oh she'll be God. directing i'm sure yeah. What She'll be that? somewhere in the movies. Oh my god! Somewhere, somewhere. something, somewhere. something. What if, what if something. Your, your daughter will say, "Mom, I don't want to write. I don't want to direct. I just wanna. I want to be an actress." Like you she know, is already of... saying that. She is definitely already saying that. So I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. She's too young. Yes. But she definitely has some skills. So I'm, you know, we'll I see. I can tell we'll from see. the movie. Yeah. Yeah, she's very comfortable in front of the camera, and she's gotten more sort of sassy, but. You, you're protective as a mom and you know I see child doctors it's a very it's a difficult life so I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about that I talked to Leah about it because her daughter also is interested mm -hmm. so we were we were both saying oh, it's, it's a tricky thing to how much do you encourage that or not you know well, I'm, I'm curious what kind of mom are you are you the I'm pretty easygoing I'm pretty I'm pretty easygoing I think um, you know I I I love kids and I'm probably a kid myself. So we just have a lot of fun. We're just like always joking around and kidding around. But the other thing, it's the other love of my life. I love being a mom and I take it very seriously. You know, I'm like cooking half the time and cleaning and then I'll go back and write scripts. You know, like it, it keeps you humble. It's like no matter it's what true. highfalutin high Hollywood producer you talk to, it's like, yes. Sophie's always in the background, you know, needing to go to the bathroom. I'm hungry, mom. Or, oh, mom, exactly. mom, exactly. We, we need to watch Raya already. Exactly, exactly. It's like it just brings you, it brings you down. It makes you real. It makes you not think, you know, think too high of yourself. So yeah, does she yeah. know? Is she aware that mommy's a big time producer, director, writer? Oh, she's just like, oh, you're no. my mommy. That's it. <laughs> no, I mean, she was zooming with Bruce Springsteen the other day. She doesn't know what it. She was just like, hey, you know, like she doesn't, she doesn't. It, nothing is, you know, I, you know, like she'll, I'll show her a video of Leia. She goes, oh, she, you know, that's my fake mommy. She remembers, yes. Oh, she remembers. Oh, she remembers for sure. That was, that's part of the reason I wanted her to be in it because she was young enough that I didn't know, like maybe that's the last film I'll ever make. You don't know. Yes. And, and so I just wanted her to have that experience. I, I remember that song. Um, yeah, I, I was. I'm curious. Why did you pick that song, Dahil Sayu? I cried. I cried. That that that. So song. interesting you yes. say that because yes. it was a song my parents sang to me. But someone oh. we were doing press in the Philippines, and someone was like, "Oh, is this because you support Imelda?" And I was like, "I just don't think of the song that way." And um, and I know that it was the song she sang, but yes. I was really surprised when someone asked me that in a press conference, and I, you know, I was just like, "What? That's just a song my they, dad they, sang to me." They, Whoa, they took it know. there, right? Oh my god! They took it there, <laughs> took it that far. right in the middle of this like press conference, and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, please, no, that's not." Of course, when I I say it here, I have to explain what the song means yes. and all that, but I've never thought of it as that. I've always just thought of it as the song my parents sang to me, and. Um, also like that, like when we were going to sleep and it was the song they sang to remind us where we came from and they would sing it with each other. And so I have these very romantic ideas of what it means. And so, um, you know, every single of the strong Filipino women sing the song in the film, mm -hmm. you know, first princess and then Leia and then 
Eva, you know, mm -hmm. sort of outside her door. So, and then later Eva sings it back to her mom. So it was, it was. Uh, oh my God, I cried. Yeah, <laughs> it was, so a, it was like a late motif. I know every Filipino, I knew I had something because we showed a very rough cut to a Filipino audience uh, in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And when I showed the film, I could hear people in the audience singing Dahil Sayo. And yes. that's the one when every, like if you're Filipino, that's the scene you cry in. You know, True. especially when Leia sings it, it's, it's because of what's happening in the scene as well, but because the, mm -hmm. we know what the words mean. And exactly. I intentionally didn't subtitle because I didn't want it to be any, it was in, it was a decision not to subtitle the film because mm -hmm. I didn't want the American white audiences to start to look at us like the subtitled other, you know, I just wanted them to see us as people. And so when they hear the song, they don't need to know what it means. But for those of us who are Filipino, it means something even more. So it's like a, a little gift to other Filipinos that they, they know a little bit more of what it means or it means something deeper to them. But I think you get the point of it if the you don't understand exactly. the words. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. That's all. Actually, all Filip especially Filipino moms, knows that dahil sayo. We yes, know that. exactly. Like everyone. Even like exactly. oh, kids that who grew up here, they know that because... Exactly, you know, that's what I mean. Lola, like I knew it. Tita, yep. right? the Lola, the Tita, exactly. And that's why I put it in there. And it's it's so nice that everyone sort of acknowledges that. But yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, it's there's so one great. question from um, JP Pilares. How about the documentary, The Three Lives of David Wong? I believe mm. it was selected for Sundance. Yeah, mm -hmm. tell us about The Lives of David Wong. Yes, we were we were selected for the Creative Producing Lab for that film. So this is a experimental documentary film that I started um, before Yellow Rose. And it talks about a real life uh, Chinese restaurant worker who was wrongfully accused of murder. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling that story through live action puppetry. Um, and we shot uh, a film where we got into the Sundance Labs and we, I just won a Creative Capital grant for that, which is very difficult to win grant. They give it to three filmmakers. And um, so we're still waiting to get more funding for that because it's an experimental film. And of course, COVID mm -hmm. delayed everything, but mm -hmm. it's something I plan to take back up this year and hopefully finish, hopefully this year. That's the plan. Okay. That's a that's thank you for asking. That's very good research. That's like yeah. know, right? that's another like, oh, project. Wow. So wait, what's what's your okay after Yellow Rose and what's next? Like the next film that you'll be you'll be shooting anytime soon. Releasing. Releasing. I don't know yet. No, I don't know yet. I'm. I, know there's yet. a lot. There's a lot going on. There's some things I can't talk about, but um, yes. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. It's going to be either one of the films I talked about that I'm in development for or something else. But there's a there's two projects that are a bit can't say. But we of course definitely Can we talk about the commercials that. that you make? There are there Yeah, the, the commercials, yes. What was the last one you made? The TV commercials. I'm about to go shoot a commercial for Uber. Ooh. So. There you go, Kaching. Did, did, did someone from um, from the Philippines um, ask you to direct um, a TV commercial for a Filipino brand? Never, never actually. Oh, there That's you never guys, happened. come on! What are you waiting for? <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. I got, you know I I have I have these great agents in in LA and you know kind of um, when I when I'm not doing a film I definitely would do a commercial. It's 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 short. You kind of get to direct and kind of get those muscles working again. I mean, it's mm -hmm. been. It's been over a year since, you know, we released, or we, we premiered Yellow Rose. So 
Um, I just shot a commercial for Michaels, the com- you know, the crafts company Michaels? that's mm-hmm. out right now. I did that in December. So um, that was the f- that was the first thing I shot after the pandemic. So that was interesting. Like we all were in masks and there was a COVID yes. officer and it was all crazy. Yeah. Have you seen any um, TV commercials in, in the Philippines? Like Philippine Of course, brands? when I visit, yeah. yes. Yeah, what they're about, great. Like, um, at, right, there's a, I don't know if you watched the RC Cola commercial, the one that... No. Uh, no? You have to, you have to oh. send it to her. Oh, yes, I'll send Which it to one? you. You'll be like... It's, uh, the, that RC, it's, it's pretty it's out there. It's probably in, like what you, you can concoct in your mind as well. Yes. yes, you'll be like, huh? What the? I want to uh, see that. I, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing some commercial... Um, that made me cry. It was about Filipino Christmas. I think it might have been out of England. Uh, it came oh. out during Christmas last year, and I, 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 it went it went around, is and it, it was Jolly not Bee? a. Li- is it Levi's? It's not Jolly or- Bee. It's it's an it's either a UK brand or a, somebody got to help me out here. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, about a little girl and her Lola, um, and during mm. Christmas, and I think it's set in England, but they're Filipino. Um, and I oh. remember just crying on that. Oh, people live commented. Oh my god! I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, live that? comments. Who? Which one I is know. it? Yes. What is it? What is it? We're you curious know. to know too. <laughs> no, actually, the RC Cola, by the way. I uh, want to see that. Featured send that to me. by um, Ellen DeGeneres. Mm. Yeah, it's RC so, Cola. Okay, it's send so it to weird. Me. Yeah. What is, what happens in it? Oh, you better watch it. It's it's re- actually my cousin was the one. Uh, my cousin owns um. Gigil um, advertising agency in the Philippines. They just started mm. two years ago, and they won a lot. Of, they were, I think, for two year consecutive years, they won um, advertising agency of the year, and yes. one of their pride and joy. Disney. No, not Disney. Oh, Disney. Oh, it's, oh, was it Disney? Maybe yes. Oh, yeah, I think the, it's Disney. It is. Yeah, there's a great. I, I think oh I, 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 I heard I this. Yeah, the grandma. Yeah, it, yes, grandma. Yes, the grandma and the little kid, and then she goes out and she gets older and she ignores, and then she comes back. Yeah, and then and then of course, um, not a commercial, but Bobby Rubio's film for Pixar Float, which I think just reached twenty million views. You're oh, right, yes. Disney and the Lola. Yes, that's the yes, one. Yes, yes. Disney and Thank the you, Lola. Pilar. Wow, that's right. Oh. Pinoy feels is it right? Yeah. So I'm curious, like, if you can go back to usually Jacobs. You know what, Jacobs? It's you're the one who always yeah. asks this, so you please Let, ask. Th- it. Yeah, this yes. is my this is my beauty queen question, and I ask. Yes. Okay, okay, let's hear it. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Yan Paragas, if you have a yes, chance Jacob. to travel back in time when mm-hmm. you were still young and you, you're able to talk to you, young Diane, what are you going to tell her? Oh my gosh. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting because I have a little girl, so I. Yes. It's a little bit easy. Um, Well, it's, it's, it's something I tell young people now um, because through my career, I got told a lot of no's. And for many, many years, I took those no's to mean I wasn't good enough. I just wasn't talented enough. I didn't have it. It wasn't for me. And at a certain point, I decided to take the no's as fuel um instead of being beaten down by it it made me want to try harder you know it made me want to prove that i was good enough and i'm really glad i made that change because i wouldn't have ever made yellow rose if i didn't shift that thing in my head because i continued to make no's when i really went after the film again but the second time i went after it um 
it was after I made Brooklyn Boheme and we got bought by Showtime and we had won some awards. I knew I had, I knew I had some talent as a director that I'm like, I'm going to make this Filipino film. And whoever says no, I'm just going to take that. And I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to go to the next person. And just, it just fueled me. So that's probably what I would tell my younger self, like take the nose and make it be the thing that pushes you forward. Take all the notes and shove it out, shove them up there. <laughs> shove it up there. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that's oh how we would God. put it. Oh my <laughs> God. Shove up the nose up your ass. Yeah, but was there since since Jake has already like took us to you know from the to um was it from the past to the past to your past? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, was there a time that you felt like there's a there was a, a prejudice going on because of oh the gosh. color of your skin, your Filipino? All the your... time, still today. I think still you know what's still. Oh, oh my wow. gosh, of course. Um, oh, wow. You know, I think what it is, is that within the Asian American community, mm -hmm. we're like the second, you know, we're like the lower end and people don't take it seriously. If you look at Asian American cinema, it's always East Asian cinema that gets featured. Yes. It's mm -hmm. people from China, from Japan, from Korea. But when a Filipino film comes out, it's sort of like we have to try twice as hard and it's like, too small, even though our population is the second largest. I think in California, after the census come out, we'll be the largest Asian population in California. So, you know, that stigma of being kind of not the real Asians or we're not, you know, we're not good enough within the Asian community is something that I feel, um, I feel still. Um, and that's something that we have to overcome. How do you, you know? deal with them? Like, like we're an afterthought, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like when you look at the numbers of representation and in, in film, it's it's the Chinese presence and a lot of Korean presence, some Japanese presence, and very little Filipino presence. So that's something that we're all all of us in the film world are trying to shift and turn around and yeah. like, turn that conversation deal, around. How do you deal with them? Like for example, like there's let's say you um was at a uh, you presented it and then there was like mm -hmm. you you feel that they're not really like into do you know that you, your product is really good right but you mm -hmm. feel that uh nah and then there's yeah, another it's competitor. too small what the too small yeah. is always what we'd hear it's too small there's not really a market for it you know that i heard that and still hear that when you talk about a filipino film it's too small and that's oh i have to my daughter Oh, she's oh, there. Oh my god. Yeah, she just woke up. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she woke up. She woke up? Oh. Yeah. Give me a second. Yeah. Okay, Can okay. we say goodnight? I'm okay, sorry. I know, yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, fine, yeah. we would like to say thank you so much, Diane. Thank, thank you, you Diane. So many things to talk about, but you know what? Thank you for giving us. Oh my god, it's an hour. Thank you so much. Thank you for spending it's time with you. us. Thank you. It's really an Cheers. honor. Yes. Okay, Jacob's close our. Oh, yeah. Oh, last, if you don't mind, can you um just. You know, last last um, message to your to your um, to those people, especially those people that who wants to make it, but until I, oh, 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 sorry, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, it's okay. Said mommy, okay. <laughs> yeah, mommy yeah. wants the yeah, end already. Mommy wants but, it. Okay, but, okay. But guys, right. thank you for watching, and don't yes, forget to share you. this episode amongst your friends, and also follow us in our social uh, media. Yes. We will we will <laughs> cheers, uh, Diane. Remember everyone in Kaogat. Amidst the pandemic, the pandemic. Yes. let's still find ways to be happy and to be okay. Let's watch the Yan's future movies and, of course, Yellow yes. Rose. And, of course, um, let's cheers and 
Be happy. Thank you. And keep on watching over a glass or a tube. Thank you, Diane. Bye. Bye. Good night, Diane. Thank you, Diane.